Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can evaluate your choice for guest post, especially when you're working with an outreach company to help you out contacting those different websites that are out there. And there's two reasons I'm doing this episode. Number one, it's a good topic. I sent out an email not too long ago and I got a great response. Some people had some questions about it and some people disagreed with me in in various ways. I'll, I'll talk about those a little bit. And then the other thing is this is a sponsored episode. I've been working with One Little Web and it's a guest post link building type agency and I'm testing them out. So I hear from a lot of different agencies all the time and I you know, as much as I can, I I try and use their services so I can see exactly what the results are going to be and exactly what you get. So I'm not recommending garbage. So One Little Web sponsored this show and I'm going to talk about a quick little offer. So basically, if you purchase a DA50 plus backlink via uh, their guest posting service, you'll get a free DA40 or higher. Now, I typically like to get these guest posts based on the traffic, the organic traffic, which you could easily verify over on Ahrefs or SEMrush, an external tool, a third-party tool unrelated to uh, you know anything else. And you can see, hey, they're ranking for some keywords, they're getting some traffic, that's a good thing. The thing is with the domain authority and the domain rating, Uh, or any other metrics, usually those can be manipulated in some way. But the thing is, with One Little Web, they actually have a a minimum threshold. So even if you get a domain authority-based guest post, you're still guaranteed to get a site with uh, 5,000 visitors organically per month if you verify it or try to verify it over on uh, those other tools that I mentioned before. So anyway, thanks to One Little Web for sponsoring this show. Give give them a shout. So even if you're thinking, hey, I'm not going to buy a guest post right now, I'm not in the market for it. If you appreciate them sponsoring the show, which I hope you do, hop over to their site, figure out how to email them, ping them, hop on the chat, say you heard about them from me, all right, from Doug. Okay, let's get into the topic, and thanks again to One Little Web. So basically, I was testing out One Little Web to get a few guest posts, and there's a ton of services that do this kind of thing. I've worked with um, several others, but you know, I won't mention them here, but you could find some of the documentation and other stuff on Niche Site Project. The thing is, it's pretty rare when you can actually select the site where your guest post is going to be published. Usually, you submit the URL that you want to link to, and then you can tell them the anchor text. You won't always get the anchor text, but you can let them know. Hopefully you can get it kind of close. And then you get the link. You don't get to approve it. You don't get to select the site or anything like that. And the thing is when you could choose the site, it's a great way to make sure the relevancy is high and that it lines up with what you expected. So I went over to one little web, entered my order. After that was done, I got an email from my account manager for two sites to choose for each one of the guest posts that I hired them for. So my two main areas, there there are many areas you could look into, but the two main areas that I was interested in are relevancy to the topic 
and then the organic traffic. And like I said, I'm going to talk about some of the problems with domain authority and domain rating. So let's look at these two areas and I'll go into a little more depth here. So for me, relevancy is the most important factor. I don't think it's super helpful to get links from just random sites. I think if you do have some links from random sites, that is okay. That can happen naturally. And it's part of a diverse link profile, backlink profile. And if you have, you know, unusual links here and there, I think that's okay. But it's great to have most of them relevant to your topic. And we'll get into a couple different areas that can be relevant. So one thing in the email, I actually quoted Neil Patel about looking for places to put a guest post. And he really treated relevancy as something that's one of the most important these days, especially. And the reason why I'm mentioning it here is someone did email me on and actually shout out to Lee and Lee said uh, something to the effect that it was a good email, but he, he was a little sad that I quoted Neil Patel and he said some, uh, I guess, negative things about Neil Patel. And I replied back. I didn't hear back from Lee. Basically I was like, okay, if you don't like Neil, that's okay. Do you actually disagree with any of the points that he made? Uh, is there anything inaccurate from the quote? And I linked back to Neil because this is a good quote. I mean, it captured exactly what I was trying to say. So here it is. This is what Neil said. When looking for places to guest post, your main goal is to find sites relevant to your niche or industry. You're looking for blogs that fit the following criteria. The content is focused on your niche or industry. The audience of the blog will be interested in your industry. The blog has engaged readership. That means the posts have been shared socially and commented on. And the blog owner is active on social media. So you know that they will be promoting work on their site. So pretty clear. I think I kind of uh, glossed over the other two or the last two rather, um, as far as engaged readership and then active on social media. I'm not sure if I met those criteria with the different sites that I was taking a look at, but generally the idea here is around relevancy. So basically I'm okay with getting links from sites that have very low domain ratings or domain authorities as long as they're relevant to the niche. And there's three main areas of relevancy that I look at. And I think I heard from Adam Smith over at Niche Website Builders. Um, I had a sort of a side conversation with him. He's been on the show. He's been on the YouTube channel. And he was talking about relevancy and what he looks for. I think it was Adam. It could have been Mark. I can't remember. I've talked to those guys a lot. Anyway, there's three main areas of relevancy. Number one, it's around the domain relevancy. Number two, post relevancy. Number three, section relevancy. And we'll look at a specific example here. So let's say you want to get a link to a post about cameras that are good for creating YouTube videos. So when we think about the overall domain topic, you can think, is this overall site relevant to your site or the topic that you want to link to? So for example, it would be relevant to get a link from vlogging 
expert.com. It fits exactly with the topic of the site and the topic that you want to get a link to, which of course was a, a camera for YouTube videos. When you think about the individual post topic, is the post where you're going to get that link relevant to your site or the topic that you want to get the link to? In this example, it would be relevant to get a link from a post covering video creation for content marketing on a site called marketingexpert.com. I'm completely making up these uh, URLs, by the way. These are, I mean, I'm sure there are domains out there, but I'm just making it up. So basically, the overall domain isn't specifically relevant. It's relevant to marketing in general, but that it covers a broader topic that fits in with content marketing and video content marketing. So the specific guest post is relevant to what we're trying to get a link to. Again, remember, it's cameras for creating YouTube videos. When you think about this section topic, is the section within the post relevant to your site or the topic that you want to get the link to? So in this example, it would be relevant to get a link from a section called create YouTube videos. It fits in perfect, right? But the overall post could be more general, like five best ways to launch a business posted on a site called medianews.com. Again, I'm just making this stuff up. So the individual post and the domain aren't necessarily relevant to the topic, but the section lines up pretty well to the topic. So the section lines up, but the post is a little more general. The overall site is more general. So those are the three different layers. So the more relevant, the better, but it doesn't have to be perfectly aligned for every single link and every single guest post. That's where one of the big issues that people run into. Like if someone has a, you know, a website about like brewing beer, right? Like my friend, Matt Giovannisi, right? He has a website on home brewing. And if he's trying to get guest posts out there and he's looking for something very specific for, uh, say, a mash ton, and he's only looking at websites that have a mention of mash tons, he's going to have a very limited scope. I mean, he's probably not even really going to find much. And if he does, it'll be his direct competitors or sites that are the manufacturers where maybe they don't have a blog, maybe they don't except guest post and it's kind of a dead end. So for the homebrew stuff, maybe you look for uh, hobbies, right? Sites that talk about hobbies, people that are into alcohol, people that are into the topics, right? That are kind of related, or at least the topics that the same audience would be related. That's a better way to say it. So anyway, think more generally. Go a couple layers up, go a couple levels up and think about what the audience is actually interested in. So relevancy, very important. That's my number one criteria that I'm looking for. Number two is organic traffic. You want to get links from sites that Google actually likes. So one of the best ways to find those sites is to verify that Google is sending them organic traffic. Now that means Google is ranking the site for some keywords. Hopefully those keywords are related to the topic and that is relevant to you, right? Otherwise those pages, right? Those URLs, your guest post may not get much traffic. So it's best to have it relevant, um, to have the keywords relevant to your topic. But if it doesn't work out, that is okay. Because sometimes it's hard to rank for certain keywords. The problem with domain rating, which is a DR from Hrefs and the domain authority, which is the DA 
from Moz is they can be manipulated. The DR and DA are metrics from these third-party SEO marketing companies. And it's useful to have the metrics, especially for sites that only have natural backlinks. I feel like probably the DR and DA are pretty accurate if you are just looking at natural backlinks. But if a spammer or gray hat SEO wants to boost the DR or DA and they don't care about Google traffic or the risk that they could pick up, they can send a bunch of spammy links to a website. They are only interested in selling links so they don't really need to worry about ranking in Google. They just want to have the DR and DA high. So if you just look at the DA and DR, you might not be getting a quality link that Google likes. And this is why when I get questions like, how can I boost my DA or DR? The answer is you can just send a bunch of backlinks and you could boost it. But the real question, or sorry, the real answer is a question to that. So I would say, well, do you want to get traffic to your site or do you just want to boost your metrics from a third party company? The answer is people want to get traffic to their site, but they're asking the wrong question and they focus on the wrong thing, right? They're focusing on metrics and these analytics that really don't actually matter versus working on promoting their site, right? So that's kind of the differentiator there. So luckily, the thing is you can verify the traffic with tools that I'm talking about like Hrefs or SEMrush or KW Finder and several others will do similar type uh, of analysis for you. So you can check the organic traffic from Google and normally the tools kind of underestimate the organic traffic. I often see my sites in the tools where the traffic is underestimated by pretty significant factors. We're talking like two to three times um, under or basically the traffic is double or four or five times higher than the estimated traffic on these tools. So the big takeaway in both cases are, number one, get links from relevant sources. If you can get a link from a site within a post in the same topic area, that's perfect. That's exactly what you want. And the other part is to get links from sites that get organic traffic. So you want to make sure the site's ranking in Google for some terms, best case scenario, keywords that are actually in your niche. Now you could check using the third-party tools that I mentioned before to get an estimate of the traffic. And remember, most of the time, those are gonna be underestimated. So if you see they get 5,000 visitors per month, they may get 10 or 20,000 visitors per month. And the reason why is they're often getting more traffic from long-tail keywords, which are not actually tracked. So the more long-tail keywords a site may be pulling in and ranking for, the more traffic they potentially could be getting. Of course, you don't know that, so you can operate on the estimated traffic amounts, which are usually reported on those tools in a monthly um, you know, analytic. So when I worked with One Little Web, I was able to select the sites that covered the relevant topics for relevant domains. And the sites actually get more traffic than what I expected. And it was a good mix of relevancy and organic traffic. Don't forget, you can get a free DA40 plus backlink on your first order with One Little Web. And that's only if you, you know, you, you got to order a DA50, right? So it's like buy one, get one. That's the situation. And I actually share the two links that I 
got, which I, I don't have the URLs handy, but I will post a YouTube video that you can check out. I'm going to try and push you over to YouTube, but basically I show you the links um, specifically. One of them is on a WordPress theme type site and they have a, a, some other software stuff. So you could check it out, check out the link, all those kind of details. And then you could also check out the other link, which is that was on a site with a digital nomad side hustle, um, work online kind of website. So highly relevant to the two posts that I wanted to get links to and everything happened very fast. The guest posts were published. The anchor text was what I wanted and I was very happy with the whole situation. So like I said, if you don't use one little web, if maybe you're not in the market right now, but you appreciate them supporting the show, give them a shout and you can follow the link in the uh, show notes and yeah, I think that's it for today. So have a good one out there. Hope you enjoyed this extra episode. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to The Doug Show. I really do appreciate it. I mean, I'm just sitting here at my computer recording stuff and uh, you're listening to it. And I think that's awesome. If you enjoy the show and you know someone who maybe would be interested in it, please let them know. I think it would be fantastic if you help spread the word. If you are not signed up for the Niche Site Project email list, well, you're in luck. All you have to do is go to nichesiteproject.com, click the green button, enter your name and email address, and I'll send you a bunch of cool stuff about affiliate marketing, productivity, including all my templates. If you happen to not be subscribed to this podcast, please do subscribe. And don't forget, I welcome your questions. So you could send uh, your emails to feedback at doug.show. I got that really cool domain, doug.show, that's it. So feedback at doug.show. Or I'm going to leave my voicemail number in the show notes. So all you have to do is give me a buzz, leave a voicemail, and then I'll potentially put you on the air. So looking forward to it and we'll catch you next time.